Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. It is Tuesday, September 6th, and I am here with Kevin Crawford. And for those of you who don't know Kevin yet, Kevin has been at Victory Point how long? I think so, since May, so I, I can't do the math right now. May, yeah. June, July, August, <laughs> three, four months here yep. on and, staff. And your role is? Uh, pastor of Multiplication and Equipping. So my role is to really just help us as a church be be a movement of disciples making disciple makers awesome. to saturate Holland and beyond for the kingdom of God. Amen. We need your gifts and your role here. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah. So Kevin is helping us to uh, kind of do the podcast a little bit differently in the next few months. So yesterday you talked about uh, how we're going to do this sort of meta-narrative uh, from garden to garden, from Genesis to Revelation, all in, in three months. And there are some discovery questions right. that we use at the end. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so there's three questions that um, if you want to email us, you can get, or you can just just even Google the idea of discovery Bible study. Hmm. And these are the three questioners, what did we learn about God in this passage? What did we learn about ourselves or humanity? And then what, if this is God's word for today, if it's true, how are we going to obey it? Mm -hmm. And the the good thing about this is anyone can answer, Mm -hmm. and anyone can ask these questions and lead a discussion about this. Regardless if you have any history with the Bible... Right. Even if you're not even necessarily a Christian. Right. So yeah. because I think some people, they approach the Bible or they want to uh, lead a study and they feel overwhelmed. They've got to be an expert or mm-hmm. have a study guide. And all those things are great. They're, those are very beneficial tools for us growing and understanding God's Word. But sometimes that, that has uh, been a bottleneck mm-hmm. for people to study the Bible themselves or study it in community or be a leader that leads a discussion. So these are simple, reproducible, transferable questions that help us focus on God and applying God's Word to ourselves. And so um, if you're like, how do I lead a Bible study? How do I do this? These are just simple ways. So we're using them in the podcast Mm -hmm. um, to, uh, one, to use them, Mm -hmm. and two, to demonstrate Mm -hmm. and to exemplify how you can use these simple questions to guide a discussion and have a discussion around the Bible. I love it. So, so well, let's jump into today's passage, and then we'll unpack it with those three discovery questions. Yes. All right, so today we're reading Gen- Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 to 31. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish and the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And... To all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. 
and there was evening, and there was morning the sixth day. Man, there's so much in here to, to unpack. So, Kevin, what did you discover or rediscover about God in this passage? Yeah, so he created us, and then he invites us, it mm. seems. He invites us to participate in yeah. his creation, yeah. be fruitful, and to oversee the creation. So he's an invitation God. Hmm. Um, does he, he doesn't need us, but he invites us into participating in the story of humanity and in this world. Um, and he gives us jobs. Yeah, he gives us jobs. And so I think it's just, we all love to be invited to something. Right. And we think um, those who are in a higher status or higher position, they would never invite us into something because we're mm. they're there and we're here. Mm-hmm. And if this the God of the universe who we see in this created us, mm-hmm. who created with His Word and created everything, then invites us into this grand story, invites us into participating with Him. That's that's awesome. I love to be picked. I love to be chosen. Totally. I love me, to be invited. Me. Yeah, we're yeah. invited to participate in this very good creation. Hmm. So what did you discover about God? Very similar. I just wrote, God creates, God blesses, which uh, has a lot to do with our identity, mm. right? He blesses us as, as our Heavenly Father and as our Creator. And then He commissions us. You know, He says, hey, be fruitful and fill the earth and take charge. Yeah. You know, and all these other animals, you're, you're kind of in charge. Yeah. You know, which is kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. Uh, that that God would trust us mm-hmm. with that, knowing, I'm sure he knew at the time that we would mess it up. Yeah. So that, that took a, a huge act of love, and right. and it's pretty sacrificial for God to say, I made this amazing world, and I'm, I'm going to put you largely in, in some ways in charge. Right, stewards of it. Stewards, to take care of what's not really yours, but to take care of it, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's a huge step of faith on God's part. Right. Yeah, because it's, you know, you loan your car to somebody or, you know, you something of value to you, you entrust it to them. And some of us hold more tightly to certain worldly possessions than others mm-hmm. um, because we care for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, you know, we have a family of four boys, we have four cars, and they're not always treated the best. And I have to hold that with an open hand because they're learning. Right. And so I'm entrusting what I have to their care and mm-hmm. how much more yeah. than, you know, a Subaru Outback <laughs> right. uh, has God entrusted to us of his creation. Right. So, yeah. What did you discover, Kevin, about people or yourself in this passage? Well, I would say there's two things. It just reminds me that if we're creating the image of likeness, all of humanity no matter male or female, whatever creed, color, everyone has dignity, value, and worth mm-hmm. because they're created in his image and likeness. So that's kind of a standard principle I always have in my life um, about humanity. But for myself, um, just reminded that he created, and at the very end he says, it was very good. Mm. Um, and that, um, if you right, look this in the right way, God looks at me and says, you are very good because I created you. Mm-hmm. You're not a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're very good. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we all can believe lies that 
God made a mistake, or we are a mistake, right? But God intentionally created me, created humanity, and says, "You're very good." Now, I obviously we'll see in Genesis three we're sinful, but you know, but the reality is, what He created is good, and mm-hmm. so I should see myself as um, Him liking what He created, right? Not despising what He created. Right. And not believe the enemy's lies about maybe something along those lines. Yep. Yep. How about for you? Yeah, it speaks so much of identity. Um, and, uh, well, first of all, this whole being created in the image of God, it doesn't really unpack what that means. Mm. So we're, we're sort of left to yeah. kind of deduce what that means. Mm-hmm. So what's different from the male and the female that he created the man and the woman to all of the other, the, the rest of the animal kingdom. And, and, and I just wrote, Hey, we're, we're able to, uh, to reason maybe in ways that mm, yeah. the animal kingdom can't, uh, we're able to discern right from wrong. We have a conscience, we have souls that live forever. Now mm-hmm. I hope I'm going to see, uh, all my cats, Tony and Ranger and Floyd in heaven, but I don't know that. <laughs> or better cats, maybe. <laughs> or better cats. Redeemed and rescued out of... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have souls that can yeah. be redeemed, but I know that we we have souls. And so, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to think, what, what does it mean that we're made in his image in a unique way, set apart from the rest of the animal kingdom? Right. You know? Um, the whole, I learned... That were made male and female culturally today. That's a very hot topic. That's true. But it seems pretty, pretty simple and clear and cut and dried there. Um, a guy named Dan Seaborn spoke at Central Wesleyan this last weekend, and and he talked about how uh, we we get so much of our identity uh, from the media, from Hollywood, from people around us, from culture at large. And we spend an hour a week uh, learning what God says about us. Mm. If we could just flip that on its head, yeah, and spend most of our time letting God define who we are, mm-hmm. and like you said, and affirm to that when He made us, He made something very good, right? Um, and just listen a tiny bit to what the world has has to say. Um, yeah, because so. if you create something. Like if you create a song or, you know, somebody builds something or designs something, mm-hmm. um, they say, this is what it's for. Right. This is what it is. Right. You know, you don't, you know, um, I don't get to say to the person who designed a drill, no, this is a hammer. Right. I don't get to define what it is. The, right. the designer, the one who created it with intent and purpose gets to say, this is what it is. Amen. Um, and so, yeah, we need to listen to the designer, the creator, and say, this is the intent, this is your value, this is who you are. Mm. We don't get to take that away from the author, the designer, the engineer, right? because they they put in the effort, quote-unquote, um, and define it. And so God is the one who created us, so he He gets to be the one who defines what he created, not right. us. right. So what's one thing we can put into action or begin to believe? Um, I've worked on one of them, Be Fruitful and Multiply. I've had four boys. <laughs> well done. Well, I, yeah, so we've worked on that one. Um, <laughs> maybe that season's over. Um, but uh, joking aside, but also true, um, 
just the idea of stewardship of creation, mm. um, like we've talked about, he entrusted, and um, yeah, even just the idea of the environment today is so politicized yes. um, of, you know, like global warming or this or that, and right. whatever your whatever your belief is that of mm-hmm. science, we are still called to be stewards. Amen. We have been entrusted with this world, yeah. and we don't get... Uh, to trash this world, Amen. and so um, both in in the micro way, not not microwave, but just the microwave. How do we just steward like material items and things like that to just even having a broader aspect of creation and stewardship of the oceans, the skies, and things like that? There is a individual and humanity responsibility, right, to steward creation yeah. and care for it. Yeah. I, well said. I wrote in my notes here, the only justification we need to take care of the earth is this passage right here, Yeah, where, where God just says, we're, we're the stewards, we're the caretakers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to get political beyond that. Right. You know, if God made it, then it's precious. Right. Uh, so let's treat it as such. Yeah. And I think even a larger thread of that stewardship creation, if... Uh, if God gave us, you know, a billboard that would point to Him and say, "This is the only, this is a significant billboard that I've given you, and it will point people to Me," hmm. we would like we would make sure people don't throw paint on it. We would, you know, make sure it's painted and lit well, and you know, you know, being seen. Well, that is creation. Mm-hmm. God has given us His creation that is a, a significant billboard, like I alluded to yesterday in Romans chapter one, that that points to Him. Yeah. So stewarding creation is actually stewarding a a sign pointing back to Him yeah. and His glory and His greatness. Yeah, I love it. Well, so yeah, so that's. Tuesday, we are wrapping up, um, and there's a lot in these passages, foundational, mm-hmm. like we said, yet uh, we're just unpacking with these three que- questions, and I think we had a great discussion, you Me know, too. majoring on the major things and minoring on the minors, mm-hmm. um, not getting caught up in the weeds of certain things, but to say, okay, what is the intent here? What are we learning about God, ourselves, and how do we take a step of obedience? Right on. God bless you all. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.